My name is Lord Puzzle, and this is Media Delta. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Media Delta. Um, we got a uh, interesting thing this week. Uh, kind of something that uh, kind of get doesn't get talked about, as maybe we'll find out for reasons. Um, but it was one of those interesting kind of things in that it is an example of an extremely early um, TV show that is based on video games. In particular, uh, this is a cartoon about, or cartoon series, about, uh, in particular, classic arcade games. Um, unlike a lot of, like, you know, you think of, like, a show like Pac-Man or Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, based on a single, single game. This is not the case. Um, we're talking about Saturday's Supercade, uh, which was a series that ran from 1983 to 1984 uh, that was put out by Ruby Spears Productions uh, and lasted two seasons. And it is in, I guess, anthology of cartoon episodes based on various arcade games with an asterisk because for some reason Pitfall is also in here. Um, but in particular, the games that are featured in Saturday Supercade are Frogger, Donkey Kong, Pitfall, Qbert, Donkey Kong Jr., Kangaroo, and Space Ace. Uh, we saw, I put together a kind of selection of episodes that kind of featured what I could find available to me when I looked up Saturday Supercade on YouTube. Uh... Which, unfortunately, that means we did not see anything that was based on Space Ace or Kangaroo. I have a feeling we did not miss much. As you can already tell just from this, how we're probably going to feel on this. Uh, so, I was not the only one who watched this. So, please introduce yourselves in alphabetical order and not the order that Discord puts you in. Hi, I'm Axe, and I'm not goddamn second. I'm Coolio, and I'm in first place, no matter what anyone says. I'm Torpid Typist, and I'm here for only the finest quality rips, baby. Yeah, uh, this being an old show that I'm pretty sure the rights for it are in rights hell. Um, the only way we could find this on YouTube was some not-so-great-quality not rips. Um, the VHS rips, you're getting the best you can get out of that. I would say that you could probably get an even better you, like, this is, like, calling it a VHS rip is kind of, like, putting it, like, halfway. Those were some really bad rips. Well, some of them were okay, and some were worse than others. For some Plus, reason, the, yeah, especially only Cubert only Cubert was okay. All the yeah. others were mush. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, there really isn't and also the thing with it is, like, you know, most Saturday morning cartoons, especially one from the 80s, there's no continuity. So you can just watch episodes at your leisure if you'd want to, for some reason. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all I really have to say. There's not, like, it's also, can't really, like, it's Ruby Spears that put it out. But there's also so many directors and it changes, like, drastically from, like, like series to series, and even it seems like episode to episode. Um, if you look at even those within Saturday... the same fucking game franchise, they're massively yeah. different. Yeah, if you go to the Saturday Supercade Wikipedia list and look at the written by section, there's at least twenty names on this list for something that had. I mean, it had a few. It. I mean, it did have quite a few episodes, but still, like there is no consistency between anything in the series. In fact, uh, there, there's one episode of Donkey Kong that's written by five people. These, and these episodes are like 11 minutes long, too. Um, but yeah, I think we should just, you know, go ahead and rip the bandit off and just go down in order and just say what we thought about this. Axe, what did you think about this? Fucking sucked. Uh, let, me ex let me kind of ex expand on that a little. But, but the ultimately short version of what I'm about to say is this fucking sucks. Um, it's very, it's a, clearly it's an anthology series, and it's you know, there's a lot of different anthology series out there. One that springs to mind uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, which apparently got a, a remake and nobody told me about, 
Um, but as as an anthology series, it's extremely bad. Um, the stories it tells, even it, 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 I would like to give it, you know, a little bit of leeway because of how long the episodes are, but you can still tell a decent story in like 10 minutes. I've watched, I've watched like, um, Hulu, Hulu does, uh, occasionally these really super short five to 10 minute horror movies, and they usually tell some decent stories in like five to 10 minutes. But in, like, the entire span of each episode, uh, nothing really happens. The plot, like, I'm, I guess there's a plot there, but I just, like, started, my eyes would glaze over and I just stopped paying attention after a while. Um, even, even, like, taking into account that these are really bad rips, uh, the animation sucks. None of it's interesting, none of it's really well done. Um, the voice acting is crap. Uh, and, like, the, it's just weird them trying to pull these stories out of these random, like, Q-Bert. Why would you go with Q-Bert when there's, like, Robotron? Hey, you could do this good couple of stories about fucking Robotron. There, there's a, this is a, a property that feeds a pretty good number of stories about people being captured by robots and then you, the heroes take, stops the robots. There you go. But we get these stories about Q-Bert going to some kind of... I mean... It's it's like what, what was it? It was a fucking um, sports event. Yeah, it was the disc derby. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck does it have to do with jumping from so, square to square? That's kind of the issue is that they weren't really working with the video game titles, so yeah. to speak. Instead, they were just really standard cartoon uh, plots with the characters inserted into the world. It's it's exactly. very much the exact same thing that Pac Man did. Like yeah. we we gave. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, a lot of shit. And after watching this, I'm going to kind of take some of that back. Because I feel Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog actually had better continuity and cohesiveness of its stories than this entire mess. It, not, don't get me wrong, it's still not great, but like this kind of, I feel like, puts a whole new light on some of the other stuff we've, we've looked at. Because this is really bad. Um, on just, like, a number of levels. Uh, I didn't watch all of them. I'm gonna just be honest. I'm, I'm, I don't even know if any of us actually did. I, I, I certainly didn't. I think Torpid's mentioned, you mentioned that you didn't watch them all, did you? Yeah, no, it tapped out. I fucking stopped where Lolo stopped. I did actually watch them all. Okay, all right. But, like, Normally, and y'all know, normally I try to give a thing all the way through. I watched Zelda all the way through twice to give it the benefit of the doubt. This was so just uninteresting, unenjoyable, unremarkable, and such bad use of the properties that I just... I, I watched them after work on Monday, like up to, I think, the Monkey Ghost one, or... Yeah, it was the last. It was the Donkey Kong Junior episode. Yeah, I didn't even watch that. Like that was the episode I was to, to watch next, and I just didn't care anymore after that because it's just it sucks. It's not interesting to watch. It's not interesting to listen to, and it just doesn't make any good use of the properties it's given. Yeah, um, the thing I'll say about the selection of episode or the, the selection of um, like what they are covering, like which ones they chose to do. These were all very, like, popular to, like, you know, these are all popular, like, um, if you look at the time frame, 90, 83 to 84, this would have been, right, this would have been right around the time, you know, Dragon's Lair and Space Ace would have been pretty huge, so that would have been a very modern thing. Kangaroo is interesting in that I think that's one of those games that is, like, Weird was in, actually pretty popular at the time, but just did not like have the lasting like it didn't have like the legacy that a lot of these other ones did. Um, Cubert was hugely popular at the time. Um, like it was like I kind of think that the popularity of Cubert is actually something that isn't quite as recognized as like say something as like obviously Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. Because if you think about those at the time, this is 83, 84. This is pre-Super Mario Brothers. 
So this was would have been like Mario was just another character at the time. This he wasn't Mario. It was just another dude who jumped. Um, same with like Pitfall. Pitfall obviously is like it. Actually, Pitfall is the weird one out. I I well I'd say Kangaroo is probably the weirdest one out in terms of like a legacy thing. But Pitfall is still kind of weird. Mm to be in here because it's not an arcade game and all these other ones are arcade games and like i know we're kind of like half half-heartedly jokingly putting off doing it we're going to do it eventually uh once we hit the right properties i actually from my recollections of it think uh captain n is better than this collection of cartoons i would agree with that actually and, and, and you know captain n being not very good it's still like it's still better done than these cards like that i it, we need to really uh, like uh drive home that just how bad these cartoons felt to watch so one thing once that stupid car goes away uh so one <laughs> thing i will actually i'll just go ahead and say it now because it's something that i don't think got picked up because one i don't think that i don't know how much you know pitfall lore that people are knowledgeable of uh, or anything. But um, there is there's kind of a, it, like, if you think about all these like video game cartoon kind of things, uh, they all tend to get something wrong about the games that they're portraying. This one's a weird case in that it is simultaneously very um, faithful to the games and also not at the same time. Cubert's a good example. Uh, so Cubert, you had like obviously it's like it's a weird like fifties greaser kind of story, which is doesn't make any sense with Cubert because Cubert is like one of the few arcade like there is no story to Cubert. Cubert is Cubert, and he just jumps around the things trying to you know get all the tiles to match. That's all Cubert is. Um, but in the sh in the show, it, like it had the sample of when Cubert fell in the thing. It had the little swear bubble that came up, and it had. It played an actual the little thing from the arcade. Um, and also he jumped around on the top of the cars to do the thing that you did in the game. Add the sound effect too. Didn't make sense, but he did it. Um, also, Pitfall uh, had all the characters from Pitfall Two, which we have not actually covered on Retro and Crafty yet. Uh, but yeah, because like everyone's like, why is this this weird mountain lion, or like why is this this weird cat, this weird snagglepuss? That is That's exactly them. what I was thinking when I saw it. I was like, why uh, is Snagglepuss in this? Yeah, it was a so, dinosaur Snagglepuss with an eye patch. Which, I mean, if you played Pitfall 2, one of the first things you see in Pitfall 2 is Quicklaw, who is the Pitfall Harry's family pet who shows up, is one of the uh, things that you're supposed or one of the people you're supposed to rescue in Pitfall 2, as well as Rhonda, uh, his niece, who both of those show up in the show. Uh, also, in the Pitfall, uh, it's kind of, the rip did not help this, but uh, if you paid attention to the music, uh, the music was also a rendition of the Pitfall 2 theme. Also, it's, I just want to say real quick, going back to the cat, Quick Claw, it's really weird to me how they just treat him like absolute shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they definitely do. Also, he has an interesting voice. Yeah. So there's a, there's a character named Rhonda, huh? Yes. Wonder if she'll help me get her out of my heart. She's a She's child. A goddamn child. Yeah. So like, I got a new friend. Yes. Uh. Anyway, yeah, that was pretty much. Yeah. So that was always um, middle segueing that. And like, I don't want it to sound like I'm exaggerating. You know, for comedic effect, like, oh, look how angry he is. No, like, I wasn't angry about it. It's just, it's just not good. No, it's that's that, that is perfectly agreeable it's bad it's boring yeah like actually like that that's a good point torpid like um normally with these things i try to pay attention to them because like i'd like to give a a good and fair like analysis of it or you know just like view of it this i i could not pay attention to it i would the next episode would start and i'd watch it for a bit and then i'm just i'm on twitter again like it it's it's boring so aggressively by the books and nothing really does happen you know like when something happens 
it's not actually anything really happening. It's just the plot moved along. It's like the, the boring. I... It's the boring parts of the Mega Man cartoon. Yeah, like yeah. much of the time, I was just waiting for the episode to end, and I'm like, oh wait, it's, it hasn't been ten minutes yet. Are you kidding me? Or like, yeah, that was like every episode was like, oh Jesus Christ, we're only like three minutes in, and it felt yeah. like this thing. These all felt like thirty minute episodes for these eleven minute so, bits. I know for me, and I know it's the one that Lolo quit at as well, which was these. You know, sorry. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, shit in my throat. Um, <laughs> the uh, the second Donkey Kong, the Donkey which, Kong uh, Junior episode, yeah, yeah, which was basically it read like Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo, and it was the worst. Yes, that like the very first time Donkey Kong Junior does his little catchphrase, my brain went fuck Scrappy Doo. I don't it's want fucking this. Scrappy. Well, he didn't smoke like Scrappy Doo. He sounded exactly like him too. Yeah, yeah it, uh, it, and then. So just a little bit of like, because that Donkey Kong Jr. Uh, was Frank Welker. Uh, mm, so that yeah. is, that was, I mean, Frank Welker is. Frank, I'll voice him if you'll pay me, Welker. Uh, who, who, Fred. Fred. Yeah, Fred. in Welker. Yeah, Fred from Scooby-Doo and yeah, Fred a, lot, a lot of animals. Frank, I'll, I'll do it if you pay me, Welker. Um. <laughs> Who is Scrappy Doo? Frank, I'll buy that for a dollar Welker. Frank, Frank every I... animal in Hollywood. That's Walker. Peter. I'd buy that for a dollar Welker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, but no. yeah. <clears throat> it was it was just like it was just it was a fucking shitty Scooby Doo episode. The entire thing, like even the main character, <clears throat> was basically just Shaggy, just with a haircut. <laughs> it was it was it was awful, and. So, yeah, as I was saying, like, I'd be like, ah, okay, th this bit's up, it's over. And it immediately cuts to another fucking bit with the same characters doing the same bit because it was still the same episode. I had just been hoping so hard that the full, like, 11 minutes were up when it finished its first part. Because mm. it was basically, you, you had the, the, the Shaggy and Scrappy-Doo thing, and they had this whole little plot line. And then it ends, and you're like, ah, okay, it's been the 11 minutes, let's do a different game. And then, cut to them doing more of that, actually, because it's the 11 minutes aren't up. It just feels like forever. Yeah. And, like, mention, obviously we're mentioning uh, how some of the characters very clearly are cribbing off of other, more popular characters. Scrappy-Doo is technically, in a way, more popular than these things, but, um, like... That's kind of it. None of the characters, like, if the character did have any personality, it was personality that was stolen from a, another character, from, from a different cartoon series, like another Hanna-Barbera property. And everybody else just didn't have any any kind of, like, standout personality. They were just, they were literally just these characters thrown in to, to say some lines, push the plot along, and then end the episode. Yeah, yeah uh, it, like, it's, it's really, like, yeah, these are really cookie-cutter characters it's it's like uh i was watching the first donkey kong one uh and that one i just like fucking ended up having gorilla for sale stuck in my head the whole damn time because all i could <laughs> think of was magilla gorilla like going back to adventures of song the hedgehog because i feel like that's the the closest parallel in terms of like it it was very much it, in its own way it was an anthology-ish show just with the same characters but completely different plot lines but we we, we kind of didn't like it because of that lack of continuity, that lack of cohesion, and the fact that it didn't seem like stuff was happening in the episode, or too much was happening and you couldn't follow it. Um, but, like, if you were to take out the Sonic characters, I don't feel like uh, you could put in different characters and still keep what that show is doing. This, you could take all these characters out and replace them with like stock characters from like just like just stock characters you have in the cutting room and nothing would it wouldn't change a thing yeah no no yeah. i actually agree 100 percent uh if yep. you're on that line is sonic would not be the same without the sonic characters but these you could just rot completely and not miss anything no which is why like going in hindsight i, I feel like going a little less harsh on that particular sonic just because you know Look at this mess. Uh, it's also another parallel to it, because I feel like this is actually pretty much as direct of parallel as you can get, because I think if I remember correctly, I believe these two shows were actually 
like put back to back or maybe i was thinking of some no it's something else actually but anyway uh pac-man uh 1982 pac-man is also another situation where it's better about it because there are some elements that you know make a pac-man like there are some mentioned the pack pellets and like the ghosts and all that but really i chose just the flintstones um and this is even worse about that because this is like at least the flintstones you have i you have a solid rock foundation um but bedrock foundation you would yes, say yeah I, I i i didn't want to say that but but you should have i wish it were a fraggle rock situation same but that's not this um but yeah, but yes, the, the point is like that that has a solid foundation, whereas this it's like, yeah, I keep on forgetting that this isn't Hanna-Barbera. Like this feels like the worst of Hanna-Barbera. OK, so to be fair, Ruby Spears is for all intents and purposes, Hanna-Barbera. It is. Basically. But also, I keep on forgetting that. Yeah, like you need to remember that, that they have their roots in Hanna-Barbera. This so is let's true. Let's not pretend I suppose. they're above that. They may be generally a bit higher quality, but at the end of the day, also, I you know keep where on, they come from. I, I just realized in my head now that I am confusing uh, Ruby Spears Rankin Bass. Which is <laughs> <laughs> wow! But yeah, like honestly, this just these cartoons feel like they feel like Hanna Barbera's rejected cartoons. Yes. No. They don't. They feel like Hanna Barbera's cartoons, but the I don't ones know. I like... don't remember. Okay, I know. I know. I I do suffer from heavy nostalgia goggles for a lot of things, but I still think Hanna Barbera cartoons, as bad as they could be, are still better than all of these. It is now that I think about, it, especially like the stuff that if you watch Boomerang at a very particular hour that they would show or they used to show, uh, there is some stuff from like the '60s that is probably this caliber. There but this is, is also the bad. 80s. Right. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just saying, like, let's let's not pretend here that Hanna Barbera is better than they are. It's just there are ones of theirs that have withstood the test of time, unlike this. Yeah. Yes. That's really all I have to, to really add about it. I might chime in. Like, like we even else. know Ruby Spears is capable of better too, but that's yeah, years like on Mega down Man. the line as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mega Man. That's <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. It's it's like I don't know. This is just nothing but disappointment the whole way down. Like, the fucking... What is it? The the fan service is, like, surface level at best. And otherwise, the actual plots are really, really, really generic cartoon garbage. It's on the like, level of being mentioned in an episode of Big Bang Theory. Oh, dear. Yeah. It, it's It's just... It's not good. There's nothing really good about this. And, like, that's even ignoring the rips, which the rips are bad, but that's not shocking. This is not exactly the most popular show. Yep. And, like, even for things that are somewhat popular, it can sometimes be hard getting rips. Like, yeah. Once again, I, I, I mentioned it here in the Discord, but, like, I follow a, a service called uh, fucking... Retro Crush? Retro Crush uh, on Twitter, and it's always interesting... Because they're owned by a digital rights company called uh, Discotech Media. It's always interesting seeing, like, every so often, um, like, requests go out, like, hey, do you guys have tapes of this episode? Recordings. Hobbyist recordings. Hey, we'll pay you if you've got tapes of these episodes. Because, like, even in a professional setting, a lot of this shit's lost to time. Yeah. So, like, having lost really bad quality rips is just inevitable, unfortunately. Yeah. And I, I won't hold the quality of the rips against the property itself i i can look past that and you know try to look at the product uh as it was intending to be viewed yeah no i'm, I'm just saying like yeah just, yeah yeah it's, it's still a shit pile of a show though <laughs> this is it's, it's garbage this is actually um because this also reminds me of another show that we will have to do at some other time um which, if I remember correctly, it is on YouTube as well, and I believe the rips are actually much better. Um, but the show is The Power Team, uh, also known as Acclaims Masters, uh, which was a basically a show uh, that was that starred uh, the main characters of several games that were published by Acclaim uh, that get together and solve crime. Uh, 
characters like Kuros from Wizards and Warriors, uh, Max Force from Narc, Quirk from the Game Boy game Quirk, uh, one of the dudes from Arch Rivals. Also, I'm guessing the big, that also the Bigfoot monster truck. I'm gonna guess that this show is not held to high acclaim. I mean, it's held to about as much claim as claim deserves. Oh, claim! Oh, yes, crazy. Anyways, man. also, Coolio, we haven't heard much from you. What did you think about this? Well, um, I kind of like it, but I like it in the same way that I like Pac-Man. Because ah. I, I like it because it's this 80s or 90s brand kind of garbage that I grew up with. And I, so sometimes it's nice to just turn this stuff on and just kind of stop thinking. So, oh, sorry. Can I break this? Anyway. Uh, also, just as a note, um, if you hear any fireworks on my end, we uh, are yeah. recording this on Canada Day, so yes. there got to be fireworks. I apologize. Um, but yeah, um, I th- this is not a good show. It's been covered pretty much thoroughly already. It's not a good show. It's very much a cash-in type of thing, but um, it, it's. It's kind of nice to see what, like, it's kind of nice to see what a what these companies like um, Ruby Spears will do, given a property that doesn't really have much of a story to it, and see what kind of story they're gonna make. It's not gonna be any good, but um, ah. yeah. Also, yeah, I think it's money, and it'll suck anyone's dick. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, more or less. <laughs> um, I think it's the first time that we see Mario as a cartoon character. Yes. Uh, yeah. Also, pa- also Pauline. Also, also Pauline. Well, I don't think Pauline ever shows up in a cartoon before. Like after this, uh, the, it's the only time that Pauline shows up. I think. Yep. Um. Also, one thing that that I do kind of want to um to kind of show here is one of the the last episode that was on the media delta playlist junior meets kid dynamo i feel like that is a very deliberate spin-off hook uh-huh. um i know that uh tarpo and lola you didn't watch that one i did ask did you i did not watch it all the way through i just yeah, I, I, didn't watch I watched like through. four or five episodes uh, before I had to do a stream, and then I just didn't watch them anymore. Yeah, uh, I think uh, we all tapped out after the Gorilla Ghost. Yeah, so well, I'm the only one who made it through it. the entire thing. Yeah, tell us more about it, though. I need to hear how bad it got. Um, well, Junior meets Kid Dynamo is basically that like they're establishing this character is Kid Dynamo. He's like 10 years old. He's traveling around with a 10-year-old dog. They, ha- they both have superpowers because of this weird blue dust that blew in from outer space or something. When I, I, I didn't catch the entire thing because I was kind of tuning in and out. But it's, it's laid out in such a way that I'm pretty sure they are trying to spin off into this new series. But it never happened. Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, that was, that was at least kind of interesting to, to notice at the very least. And I don't think there's a whole lot more that I want to point out, but there is one thing that I will, and it's one thing that I pointed out in the Media Delta chat. Uh, there is this YouTube channel called Anoverse, um, who basically, uh, they're, they're born from the Anatat experiment where people would... Uh, go like like go in and there are these crappy videos and people would put annotations all over them, kind of riff it MST3K style. Um, and currently, Anoverse is covering episode by episode Saturday Supercade. Oh, Jesus. Um, also, so, yes. Uh, I did find out why the Cubert riffs were so good. Uh, apparently, just Cubert was put out on DVD. 
<laughs> what? Weird. Wow. Okay. The best of Kubrick. Didn't even have the entire series. Just some of them. Just, just some of the 19 episodes, which I'm pretty sure would have fit on no yeah, more 17 than 19. 17 of 19. 17 of 19s. I just no, dropped two of them. This DVD set was released November 5th or November 3rd of 2015. Oh, wow. What? What the fuck? That's that's impressive. No, seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> oh yeah, here it but is. Who who is going to be thinking of this? Wait, literally okay. thirty years later. Okay, hopefully this is not okay. I kind of want this to be true, um, but it listed as a DVD R, and I would really love it if it came in a case and it was just a verbatim DVD R that they wrote humor <laughs> on in, in Sharpie. Which, by the way, you can buy this for $22. All I'm reminded of now is that time that I went to a fucking uh, an arcade full of redemption games and I got a DVD of Blue Gender from the middle of the fucking show and I still don't know why it was there. Oh, you want want to know the weird, oddest thing I've been given? Um, My brother used to work at a cinema and one day he just gave me a, a full reel of Deep Blue Sea. Huh. Interesting. I, I know I know Lolo actually has a similar experience to mine, but with uh fuck, what was it? Oh, are you talking about Trigon? Trigon, yeah. No, that wasn't me finding it. That was just me being an idiot and not reading the back of the box. Um oh. uh because I bought that at a GameStop when they were selling DVDs. Oh, okay. No, so I, I just want with yeah, so to explain that situation, uh, I bought um, I bought a because I was like, oh, Trigun, I've heard a lot of things about this. I'll just buy a DVD. So I just bought one because I just saw it. I don't think it had episode numbers on the back. So I just went and bought a DVD of it. Uh, it turns out it was the last DVD of the show. God the damn first, it. You started with Wolfwood, first, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, the first episode on that DVD was was a thing happening to a major character. I, I think we can say what it is. It's been like that. It's been like yeah. What, there's no Trigon. There's no Trigon. Yeah, it, it's when the wolf one died. When wolf one yeah. dies. Yeah. Yeah. So once again, I I wonder if I still have it. I think I might. I have a DVD of just two episodes. I think it's like two or three episodes of Blue Gender. Which is a dog shit fucking anime, anti like tech, anti science anime, real fucking terrible. I remember watching on Adult Swim as as a kid and being like, "Wow, this is terrible." It says a lot right there. Um, but yeah, so one one time when I was a teen, like late teens, um, I we went down to I think Florida for a vacation. And just near the place we were staying was one of those like like little like redemption arcades, like all those little redemption games. And I figured out the best ways to get tickets for shits and giggles. When I so I had all these tickets now. I just had a shitload of tickets. I'm like, what should I buy? And I look at the wall, and I notice that for some reason, like one of the two most expensive things is just this DVD of Blue Gender. And I'm like, okay, I'll get that. And the dude just sitting at the desk just looks at me confused. And then Ghost gets it, hands it to me. I'm like, cool. I don't know what this is. And I just popped it in, and all of a sudden, it's just in the middle of the fucking series. I have no clue where. Still have no clue where it is. You know what? I think I also have a random-ass disc of Blue Gender. Just one disc from a set some at some point. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's a terrible show. I have the first disc of Blue Dragon on the Xbox 360 because but not any of the other ones. None of the other ones because somebody <laughs> just left left it there when I worked at uh, Game Game Crazy. Like you, you, all you need to do is you need to hear Eternity one time, and that's all you need to do with Blue Dragon. Mm. Um. Anyway, my I point think... is that this is the, this is the vibe that Kubert thing is giving me. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. If you actually want to seek out, for whatever reason, Saturday Supercade, uh, Anniverse might be the way to do it, because then at least you'll get other people riffing on the show. Or you yes. can watch um, it in its raw-ass format on YouTube and regret your life choices. 
Or you can make really good life choices. Just don't bother watching it. I mean, that's also valid. Uh, also, I was, I was trying to figure out if you had played Kangaroo Lolo, and I, yes, I, you did play I Kangaroo did, yes. Ro- uh, ranked at eight. Yeah, I think I, I think Kangaroo was actually one of the first things that was in one of the boxes uh, when it didn't yeah, start as the like mystery box. I believe Kang. Yeah, I believe Kangaroo was one of those. It might have been, yeah. Um. Anyway, is that pretty much what you wanted to say? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Trevor, you already said a whole lot. Is there anything else you want to add? Yo, fuck this show, though. Like, fuck it. <laughs> like, unironically, it sucks real bad. All right. That's 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 about it. Also, once uh, th- okay, so I I I do actually have something to add, and it is how at odds the fucking art directors seem to oh. be with each other. I yeah, I was going to talk about our good pal Stanley. Okay, so it's not just Stanley though in that episode who looks yeah. fucking weird, not a place. Donkey Kong does. They're fucking like Pauline is also like a third different style. Everyone's a different style. Nothing is consistent or coherent in that episode. It's so bad. Yeah, and the gardener and Mario both much different. All I remember yeah. is knock off Snagglepuss because I, it's just <laughs> it just was God, the most yes, thing that, that stood image. Out. Is it's so bad. Uh, just the quality in this is abysmal. Yeah, it's it's real bad. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, guess he's... giving it some props that with Mario, they didn't lean into like super awful Italian stereotypical voice. He wasn't the super awful Italian stereotypical character yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that. please, do you have a shot of Pauline? Because I need you to post uh... that as well as. A shot Pauline's of Donkey ten- Kong. Oh, here. I mean, here. Cause like, that. yeah, look at that. Nah, no, 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 no. And then that. And then there's Donkey Kong. It's not there's great. There's nothing consistent I... about the art in that episode, but like in general, the show suffers from that problem. The one thing I will definitely say about that, also, here's another screenshot of it that even looks even worse. I, I do want to give props to this. Uh, I, at least it does recognize Donkey Kong 3. <laughs> yes. Because that game is better than most people give it credit for. Um, yeah. Um, yes. This sucks. Anyone, yeah. else, anyone else have any last thoughts? I appreciate really quick just, just in the recording, peanut gallery, Tyrion going, Donkey Kong at least does match they are on the arcade cabinet, more or less. I mean, Stanley looks like Stanley does also. It just doesn't look like anything else in this cartoon. Anyway. Which, which I... I guess lends even further to the just quick swapping of characters with, like, entire setups. Yeah. Because, like, he didn't need to be there. If he wasn't there, actually, she would look even more, like, in place with everything. I don't know. It's 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 frustrating, but it, it's... Eh. I fucking hate the show. I hate it. Alright. I think we need to rank this. So, we're going to rank this using a normal 1 to 21 scale with three extras if needed, which I don't think we'll do, but we'll see. Um, With 1 being absolute mastercraft, 21 being complete garbage, not even fun, ironically, to watch. Um, so, Axe, what's your number? All right. So, because this is very close to uh, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog in terms of structure and content, uh, I'm going to kind of head this off at the pass. Uh, it can't be, I would not call this a fever dream, uh, because there is no solid foundation, uh, and Nothing elevates this up. It's garbage from the bottom to the top, and at no point ever manages to overcome that in any way. Uh, it is not an otherworldly vision because, I mean, it's not its not disjointed enough to not be able to follow and figure out what it is. And finally, it's not a fascinating nightmare because it's, it's not, not fascinating. fascinating, and it doesn't circle back around the good. It's it just stays boring. Bad. Yeah. It's just boring. In my personal opinion, it cannot be any of those three, and it can only be 21. All right. Coolio. I disagree with 21. It doesn't... It's not 
So it's not offensively terrible, it's just bad. I would say 18 or 19. So, so I was going to say, like, I disagree with it having to be offensively terrible, though. It doesn't need to be offensively terrible to be a 21. Agreed. It just means it's not worth watching. Yeah. Which is different. Uh, I mean, it don't, it doesn't, I yeah, know we the, have, we have, um, uh, Mig- uh, Devil, that shit. What was, Nagami yeah, Megami Tensei, Digital Devil Saga, and The Wizard in 21, which both of those are offensively bad. Uh, yeah. It does, I will say I, that it doesn't, in fact, need have to be. Yeah. Well, it, it okay. should also be. I, I... I recognize what, what you guys are saying. That's perfectly fine. If you want to say 21, I'm not going to argue. Mm. Still, I'm going to say that this at least does have some value as something that's, that either someone can just kind of turn off their brains and veg, or some, or some people can get together and riff, which is exactly what, Aniv- what Aniverse is doing. So I'm going to stick with 18 to 19. All right. All right. Torpo. That's fair. This is this is a hard one for me. Um, because like I said it's not offensively bad. It's fucking boring though. It is not. How should I put it? So first off, I would definitely watch The Legend of Zelda over this. So that's at a twenty at a minimum. <laughs> that's that is my ceiling already, and I need to establish this from the outset. Yep. Uh, let's see. Panzer Dragoon was fucking incomprehensible, but also shorter. Forty-five minutes long. Yeah. Also, things kept happening somehow, and I still don't understand what happened, though. I think that was a problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's my point, though. And, like, Doom at least had the redeeming bit at the end, which was kind of neat, I guess. The, the dumb fucking first-person segment, which is still terrible, but at least amusingly so. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, this has nothing like that to back it up. It's just, it's kind of... It doesn't look good, doesn't watch good, doesn't sound good. Just nothing about it's really good or worthwhile. And like, yeah, it's not offensive like the wizard, or you know that special level of dog shit that Megaten is because that is fucking incomprehensible as well. But also really weird and shitty. But it's like I still would never watch this if it wasn't for this. Yeah. Yeah. So, it is a thing that I don't think personally is worth watching, but like, I could still see, I could understand putting it at like a twenty-one if you just want to draw at a twenty there. But like, I don't know, twenty twenty-one is fine by me. Yep, uh, that was also what I was going to say. Is I think twenty twenty. I do not think that this is better at the same level as the Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda is bad, um, but at least that I feel I was got a chuckle out of it like once. That also, I feel, is it can be entertaining, but also confidently from a production standpoint, that is at least consistent enough that, I mean, You're not wrong, animation yeah. animation errors aside, um, that was at least consistent enough in, um, I'm trying to think of the word, I don't want to say original enough, but that was, what it was trying to do, you cannot replace the characters in Legend of Zelda and have it make as much sense as you can replace the characters in Saturday Supercade and still have it make sense. And that is my that is my argument for why I feel like this is worse than Legend of Zelda. And not to get like into yeah, okay. what we've done last year, where we got like super hardcore into the definitions of things. How I feel about twenty one is basically no redeeming factors. Period. Just there's nothing that. Uh, can be gleaned from it that one could consider entertaining or funny or anything really positive. Whereas 20, uh, you could say like, oh, well, like like Doom, the movie. If you didn't have the FPS segment, it'd be a 21. Because there's literally nothing in there that even in any way can be seen as redeemable. But because it had that FPS section, that bumped it to a 20 because it, it gave it something to hold on to. Saturday Super Kid has nothing to hold on to. Yeah. Because I feel like also to go, not to like attack this point, um, but uh, if the if the thing about it is just to put something on in the background, uh, I would say, um, unless for some reason the only thing you have access to is Saturday Super Kid, then I would say that that is, but you could literally put on pretty much anything else other than the show. You're not wrong, yeah. I'm I still stand by the point that it, this is still very riffable. 
Right. Which I imagine even at 20, I'd imagine you could still riff it. Yeah. I mean, you could riff on anything in the 21 category and say like Retro Rank Rhapsody, for example. Uh, I just don't think I, that, that, in my opinion, I don't feel riffability is is something that I would personally consider a metric for uh, placing. I going to say, mean, I, look, at, look at where mm-hmm. like MST3K's entire fucking foundation is. Yeah. In unwatchable yeah, I mean, I guess, garbage. Because that... I can I can see why you would say that, seeing as that's not necessarily an intended feature of the show, right? So one thing that I I personally think when I put in the twenty one, uh, the thing that I'm thinking of, especially the last three categories, is necess- is kind of how much does it bite back when you are trying to watch it? Because you could like think about something that's like nineteen, like Legend of Zelda. It's pretty bad. Like it's gonna hurt more it's not gonna hurt a little bit but you need it's like it's it's not gonna be a pleasant experience like there's gonna be things that just don't feel right the more you go down is the harsher that feels like the wizard has a whole lot of things that are just wrong with it that just it doesn't in the riffability just doesn't make it that much better um whereas stuff you got stuff like doom Stu- doom is stupid but like, there's a lot of dumb stuff in Doom, but it's still kind of riffable on that. And even like Panzer Dragoon, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense while it's happening. But you can still like, it's not as bad. Whereas something like Megami Tensei, nothing happens. There is a lot of things that happen on screen that are just like, I don't want to say like, I mean, there are stuff that you could consider offensive, but it's like sensorily offensive also. And not to like, not to be kind of bullying about the riffability point, but I need to point out that uh, um, Mr. Science Theater 3000 did a riff of a German production of Hamlet, and it is one of the most unwatchable things, even with the riffs. So even if something is riffable, it still can be a 21. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's just my argument on, on that. Yeah, I could also agree with that. I mean, um, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Ha- I, I don't have a whole lot of other points to bring up to try to bring this up. If you're gonna put it at 21, put it at 21. It's not not a big deal. I realize I, I tend to be the devil's advocate when I'm on this. So. I mean, I I do think that there could be an argument for putting this at 20, though. It's, um, it's fine, Coolio. I appreciate it. I vote with my heart as well. Mm-hmm. Like nothing against your 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 vote, yeah. you know. Oh, it's one hundred percent hell. Anyway, I I I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with what I said, and you guys do whatever. <laughs> um. Uh, so, Tyrion, once again, really quick, to address uh the 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 you know the gallery. Gallery. Tyrion said, uh, I would argue, if it's unwatchable, that uh, in that case, it isn't riffable. The point of twenty one isn't that it's unwatchable; it's that it's not worth watching yes yeah. like that's the thing that's like is the it bite like of course there's i mean there's pretty much very little that is literally unwatchable but it in the magnitude of it the way that i always like as i mentioned is the it fights back attitude of it like this is going to be a rough ride but i, th- I think we can uh mostly mostly agree that the uh the range is 20 to 21 yes with one dissenting void yes <laughs> um first tries to take my uh top spot and now this bullshit <laughs> um let's it has see. a field to not be the contrarian for once I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking call your station just you watch i mean was it last episode where i was the like was it no? It was Fern Gully where I was the one that actually ended up being the harshest on it. Um, look, man, I can't be too angry when Tim Curry is involved. I like Fern Gully. What did you hmm. know? What this doesn't have Tim Curry. Yeah, this it doesn't, doesn't have, have Tim Curry being sexy. It doesn't have Tim Curry, but then again, neither of these. Those, I mean, Fern Gully's what? Like that ended up being like nine. This is twenty to twenty-one. We are dealing with <laughs> the Rock. Whoever the hell was in Panzer Dragoon, Fred Savage. Yeah. Well, no, also, none of those have Tim Curry. Yeah. Tim yeah. Curry's in none of those movies. 
You know what? If if we're if we're going to to go by who's in this thing, this has Frank Walker. So my floor is twenty. No, this that, that is <laughs> it does have Frank Walker, Walker, but he doesn't also unless there's an episode of Pit. Well, unless there's an episode of Donkey Kong, which they they encounter, they, you don't get to hear him say treasure, which feels on Frank Walker. <laughs> That is actually like a point where mm. problem is like Frank Welker is has a fucking wide breadth of shit he's been in. And I will also say there is also a number of other actors of note, uh, Soupy Sales being one of them who played Donkey Kong. Oh, also yes, a number sales. of a number of voice actors from the era. And Frank um, Welker appearing in this is no different than Jennifer Aniston getting her career start in the movie Leprechaun. <laughs> or who or was it kim was it kim basinger that was a cool world i think so also also nancy cartwright was in this mm-hmm. um and anyone who doesn't recognize the name might recognize yeah oh yeah it. it's uh, uh, lisa simpson this bart simpson just just in case anyone at home might not recognize the name nancy cartwright just offhand you know what how you know what, since it's not, okay. Uh, okay, give me a sec. Um, We're going on so many tangents, I can actually hear Torpid vibrating to get to the... It says <laughs> a lot about how much we think about okay. this fucking show. Uh, okay, how about this? Axe picks heads or tails? Oh my god, heads. <laughs> Head. God damn it, Torpa. <laughs> Not head, heads. Oh, oh. that's twice as good. Yes, (laughs) dang. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. All right. Okay, and I put that. Yes, it's hard to supercate this episode seventy nine. I almost put. By the way, I almost did two episodes this, (laughs) which. I would have I, to come to Wisconsin and kick your ass. Yes, and if I, you did that, no, I, I could pick you up on the way there. Yeah, no, fucking carpool and just like curb stop, <laughs> Lolo. Do like a drive by curb stop, just like boom, and then drive right out of there. By the way, one, one thing that I wasn't sure on with this show is does it have host segments or was that more of a 90s thing? I think that was more of a 90s thing. Okay. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, okay. Um, so yes, yeah, so episode 79 came out in 1993. Ruby Spears, TV, kids show. I'm putting the money symbol because this is based on, oh, is based on properties. 100% money symbol. Yep. Um, Holy is, shit. <laughs> is there anything we want to call out in music, charm, cinematography? No, wait. Okay. Music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art. Thumbs down. Thumbs down to Thumbs every down possible category. All of that. You know, you know what? I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to copy the things that were in Megami Tensei because I feel like that's appropriate. Well, I, I would say under Nay, it was Bland with a capital Blah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This oh, might 100% just be... oatmeal, dude. Everything yeah, gonna... and oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oat... oat... No, I'll you got to put, give... put the earth in between the two oatmeals. <laughs> There. Beautiful sandwich. Perfect. All right. I think that's third emoji. I think that's good for Saturday Supercade. Can we get a a a a charm for finally it's over and put that? Yeah, I was gonna say the yay is I never need to watch it ever again. Yeah. And just put that on all the twenty (laughs) ones. Um. The best think... part is, like, we don't even need content warnings is the weird thing. Like, it doesn't do anything that is offensive. It's just bad It's offensive boring. to the senses. That's... Yeah. Bad. I mean, the the most offensive thing it does is it has greasers. Which, Jeez. that's... Yeah. Anyway. Don't worry, folks. That, that it's, it's coming back. We'll bring it back. Don't worry. Yeah. No. <laughs> Snake's rule. Torpid comes out in Tunnel Snake's jacket with a huge paw. Yeah, with, uh, when the, th- <laughs> when the Greece come back, we talk about the Outsiders. Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't heard thought about that in fucking forever. Big golden pony boy. There's someone I know. I, 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 I don't know who it is. There, or I can't remember who it was on my head. 
talking about the outsiders just sends them into a rage. I forgot who it was. Speaking, uh, in- of, speaking of sen- sending people into a rage, uh, I wanted to point out the music in the show was done by a certain Haim Saban. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Carnival gets pissed off when I mentioned the yeah. Outsiders. Yes, it would be. I, I might have to poke the bear at one point. Because <laughs> I am right. very curious. Um, all right. Carnival I, is a creature made entirely of passions. Passion against Saban. Yes. All right, I think that's good enough for Saturday Supercade. Uh, Axe, what do you what do you want to plug? Um, Autistic Cell Advocacy Network. Uh, it, Pride Month has passed at the time of this recording, but always please do show your support for uh, individuals in the LGBT plus it's, community. It's Wrath but Month. It yeah. is Wrath Month. Also, um, just an aside thing. Uh, uh, remember, we did Phantasmagoria two some while back. The actor who played uh, Curtis Craig has started a uh, series of videos uh, going over the history of Phantasmagoria 2, as well as touching on how it, as a game, uh, affected the LGBT plus community. Uh, you can find them on, uh, you can find them on Twitter at, uh, uh, let me see here it is, at Convos Curtis, and they have a ton of links to all the other stuff. I actually uh, had a story of mine spoken out in the latest episode, episode three, but please give them a look at, because not only is it an interesting look at one of the more interesting and the better of the Phantasmagoria games, but a huge piece of LGBT plus history. Yeah, and if you're listening to this on YouTube or if you're looking to your podcast, I have put a link to the YouTube channel with the conversations with Curtis Chan. Um, so, yeah, that is... And also, I've seen a little bit of that conversation with Curtis, and it's, it's, it's a fascinating series. It's really good. Um, so, uh, cool, yeah. So yeah, you can catch my radio show slash podcast, Square Wave Symphony, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. That's available at uh, lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim, and also on Twitter at squaresim, S-Y-M. It's currently on interseason break, uh, but I've been doing the news of the weird every week, and uh, the the next season should start on uh, July 16th. Uh, also, I will briefly point out that I've started streaming again. That's at twitch.tv slash coolio.mzx. All right. Torbo. I mean, there's the usual, obviously, twitch.tv slash torpotypist and at torpotypist on Twitter. And what I would like to plug, not actually a whole this time, but LGBTQ plus Wrath Month, everyone. Stay angry. Yeah. Yes. And just wait, someday it'll be LGBTQ plus month, and then we'll all win. I, I yes. also just kind of want to chime and say that I, I appreciate Coolio saying, uh, telling everybody how Canadian they are by saying Z instead of Z. Yeah, I just want to say, <laughs> hey, Coolio, it is Canada Day. Like, for me, it's, I always associate getting fireworks with, like, driving up to Maine to get the good illegal fireworks. But then when you said, like, Canadians have fireworks too, it's like, ah, so do Canadians just drive down to Maine to get the illegal fireworks? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're illegal here. I'm pretty sure Canadians invented gunpowder at some point. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is going to do it for Saturday Supercade. Uh, next, or next episode, um, we are actually starting our two-part series on something that came out around the around the same time and also deals with classic video games uh but i can already tell you because it's something that i actually have a very high fondness for uh is actually kind of decent and it's actually kind of surprising how it seems like this early production actually got you know things right that i feel like even modern or later video game shows got wrong uh we're talking about starcade uh, game show um that are based on classic video games um you've been wanting to do this for a long fucking time yeah this was this is this, is this is something we have discussed since like near the beginning of media Delta. yeah but it kept it not is. getting voted for in the polls and now finally here we are yeah i had i had to hide what it was to be <laughs> <laughs> we got we gotta change the experiment so the mics will give us different results yes so, yeah, we're going to start a two-part uh, well, at Starcade. Yay. And with that, 
Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you. Bye bye. Happy Canada Day. I realize it's past now, but happy Canada Day. Happy Independence Day. Four days to Freedom Day. Whoa! Now three days to Freedom Day. Shit! Fuck! <laughs> bye. If you would like to see the list in which we have ranked every single thing we've done for Media Delta, you can go to r3.ldp.life in your browser. If you would like to watch the sister show that determines what could show up on Media Delta, that's Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can watch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Puzzle, or on YouTube at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like to discuss this episode with others, please join our Discord server by going to discord.ldp.life in your browser, which should give you a link. Thank you again for listening.